Nice. Back at MJ BizCon 2022. The second coming. I'm not sure I should have like a title in there. MJ BizCon Las Vegas. We're having a good time. It is a wild day too. There's people everywhere. It's a who's who of the global cannabis industry. There's we just have Luna walking back there. And we have the Aspire. Luna, we gotta we gotta we gotta get the Aspire thing back in the video. But I am thrilled to be joining. Oh, what are we doing wrong? What, what what's wrong? Oh, Luna, Luna, jump on, jump on, jump on, yeah, jump on. Luna, get in here. No, because this is because your we space. love you. That's yes, yes. Luna, Luna is our co-hostess. Luna is one of our uh, from the team from Aspire. Sit down, Luna. Co-hostess with, with the, the mostest. Oh no, oh. she's incredible. When Luna jumps on the on the mic here, it elevates the. Uh, the podcast, podcast to like Howard Stern like levels, so but I, we got Luna from Aspire and and we were trying to understand what's going on with the Aspire guy back there. What is that? Oh, that's Dabby. Dabby. That's Dabby. He's all one of our mascots. We also have Wandy. So we have two different um, induction dab devices called the dab and the wand. It uses all electromagnetic conduction. There is no atomizer, no coil. It's an all glass airway. So the reason why we love Dabby is because it makes it safe to dab. You don't need a torch, you don't need flame. Um, and it really has demystified dabbing for a lot of consumers who don't really know so. better. So Dabby's here to educate people at MJ BizCon about the beauty of induction dabbing. We have an entire crew here. We have like 15 people from the iSpire team from all over the country. And we're so excited to be a part of Mita. And thank you guys for being in our booth. Yeah. Shout out Dabby. You know what we should do? Yeah. We should do what we should do. We should do a full on interview with Dabby himself. Yes. Yes. Can we do Dabby, that later? Do you have any do you have any words you'd like to say to the people? <laughs> they can't hear. We'll get him. We'll he said, "All glass, no atomizer, just dab." We're, we're gonna get. We're gonna get Dabby mic. Can we get Dabby mic'd up next time for the next one? Hey, yeah. Let, 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 let the team know when Dabby comes back. We'll do a full interview. But you we might are, need a bigger headset, we, right? We kind of go. We're flying by the dabbing's for everyone, you guys. Dabbing's not just for um, you know college boys who want to play uh, video games. So it's for working professionals. It's for people who are medical patients. And, you know, it's, it's, we need to kind of think outside the box. I love it. I love it. So this interview. Think outside the bong. Exactly. Think outside the bong box. All right. So <laughs> I love that. I'm going to take that, dude. I know. That's a good one. So we're here today with Claire. Claire Erickson. Do you know Luna? We met, yeah, like hey, previously. Everybody knows Luna. Yep, always looking to get to know people like Luna a little bit more deeply, for sure. Luna is so a thank connector. you for hosting. Absolutely. We're Luna so happy is a plug. Plug life. You already plug. know. If you know, yep. you know. That's all that we are in cannabis. It's like, oh, you need a thing? I know a guy. Yeah. Yes. Maybe it's just because my, my people are Jewish, and we're just always the merchants. It's the, it's the <laughs> you know, it's the... The matchmaking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we want to see each other. We can't survive unless we're all surviving. Yeah. that's the thing. Well, and that's so we what love we're trade doing here, right? Yeah. Like that's what makes it fun, too, so, is getting to connect. Because the more conversations you have, the more people you bring into the space, the more you share those connections. We're all learning. Yep. 
And if you're learning, then you're able to elevate one another, and we're elevating the industry by doing that. Literally and figuratively. So yep. right Getting now, everyone higher. on this yep. podcast, I'm introducing you and you guys together, and we have the industry program manager from Boveda. Nice. That is, like, really cool. What, what, what is that? Yeah. So, I don't know. Sometimes I giggle because people ask, and, I'm, and then they look at me like, exactly, like, what the hell is that, right? Yes. Um, you know, I wear a lot of hats. So at Boveda, we're in the business of keeping cannabis fresh, which is really just kind of the asterisk on the industry itself. It's, you know, we're a minor product. Um, but my job is really to, and I love it, um, is to work with guys like you, Dimitri. And ladies like Luna. And ladies like Luna and others. Um, we're, we're blessed to be friends with both you guys' companies. I always wonder, are there other cool people out there? Like, we hang out with a lot of cool pub companies. Grove Bags, Boveda. I spire. I'm telling you, trade shows are the best way to figure that out because the randomness and the serendipity and it just, it's, there's downsides to throwing a wide net because it kind of sometimes feels like a flea market with some tire kickers. But every once in a while you get these gems where you're like, I never would have known you existed. No, but, but you got what you, you want to hang out They come cool out kids. of the woodworks. The, the Aspire kids are the cool kids. Well, the it's energetic, kids cool right? Kids. It's like, it's a vortex. If people see aspirational elements of what they want to see, oh, you guys are professional, you're polished, you care about the plant, you love and take care of your people, like that naturally magnetizes other people that value yeah. those things. Energy is contagious. 100%. Right, and good attracts good. Yep. We firmly believe that. And literally, the but we were with uh, Drew yesterday, and I yep. we just learned that the Boveda... Drew's also with Boveda? Yeah. I say Boveda, but it's, you know, it tomato, tomato. It doesn't matter how you say it, yep. it works. Yep. Right? Yeah. So with with the the two-way... Um, I just we just learned that the B with the two arrows is the permea permeability element of the the water bags, and I love that concept of the co-creation and the 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 natural balancing like how osmosis works. It's like this harmonizing thing where it goes both ways, and I think that it's such a representation of what you guys do. I'll never forget at Northern Nights, you guys had the best sponsorship activation. It was hot. It was in July. It was one of the first, the second event, or maybe even the first. It was I think it was a month before Grasslands. It was the first first ever live music event that sold cannabis on site. It was partially on um, Humboldt County and partially in Mendocino County, and they were able to be right on the border, and you could party on one side and buy weed on the other, just in a little campsite. And Bo Boveda um, sponsored the, the water stations. So every time people were looking for nourishment after dancing or being in the sun or swimming in the river, they would go to the to the water station, and, just, and it was such a cool ancillary play on just, you know, being the plug. It's like just being there and little activations like that and the way you guys showed up to Meadowlands and Drew's always been present at all these things that you would be like, why is a, you know, a, a can, you know, a, a weed, weed growers, you know, or can, can uh, not canagar, cigars. It's so funny that it would replace the word cigar with canagar. Canagar um, well, you know, It's so much bigger than, than how you uh, uh, exhibit yourself in the retail space. You guys actually organically, authentically contribute to people's experience of cannabis events in really radical, subtle, unique, subconscious ways, which I just think is beautiful and really well done. Yeah, well, thank you so much. And I think- Grab me my pillow over here. Yeah, we got to make sure to Where's be Woodstock? comfortable here. Yeah. Yeah. Where is Woodstock? You he guys keep so, chatting. He was so cute yesterday Where's with a dab Woodstock? with Dabby. Woodstock is down here. Oh, no, okay, okay. Huh. Crisis averted. Crisis averted. <laughs> yes. I love it. He needs oh, a little coffee. It's day two of MJ. He needs a little nitro brew. Yes. 
There you go, bud. Woodstock loves <laughs> Icepire hardware. Yeah, he already took his dab. That's why he, he was missing he for a minute. He, he got the dab sweats. He had to excuse himself. <laughs> the dab sweats? Oh, it's a thing. I did a, I did an interview with the Beard Brothers one time, and we were doing uh, shooting multiple shots of the, taking the dab, and they were, we had to cut. Yeah. Bill was just drenched. With a little cloth, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, they're big dudes anyway. So, Claire, how did you get into Boboda? How did you get into cannabis? Yeah, well, I think, you know, not dissimilar to a lot of us in cannabis, I kind of fell into the position and into the company. Um, what year I, was that? Uh, so it's been three years now, coming up on three years. Okay. Oh, my God, that's great. Yeah. So in cannabis dog years, that's 10 to 20, right? But so yeah, it's, it's not like yes. 50. Yeah. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally. So just kind of came to Boboda by chance, you know, but that's kind of how things happen. It's like I try to live by that mentality, be like water, right? Go with the flow and, you know, meet the people, have the conversations, be the connector, you know, live right. And you kind of, you, you get placed where you're supposed to be. So I really feel like that with Boboda and um, have been given some levity to go out and to, I describe what I do as I'm here to just poke, right? <laughs> you're a poker. Not like Luna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a poker. So what makes sense? We are a two-way humidity control product that keeps your cannabis fresh, keeps it tasty, keeps it safe from mold, keeps your weight up, all of those good things. Keeps your weight up. I didn't even think about that value yes. prop. Oh, my God. People miss out on that all the time, and it's, it's dollars and cents at the end of the day, 100. right? Like, we can Metrics. talk about all these, you know, passionate things, protecting the experience, making mm -hmm. sure people are having a better experience, saving terpenes, et cetera, et cetera. But it's also at a very practical level, if you're, if moisture is evaporating out of your flower, you are watching money fly out the door. Yep, florists don't, up, don't leave their, their roses out of the coolers overnight. There's a reason why they pay tens of thousands of dollars for beautiful coolers exactly. for the roses. Did you say fly? It's a flower. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's right, Woodstock yeah. too. He's very dehydrated yeah. You said too. flight. Yep. Woodstock flies. Sorry, go ahead. Keep going. I'm listening. Yeah. So. Yeah, you you need there's the, those are the more quant uh, like qualitative elements of like the save the terps. It feels good, but we're in a business that's very transactional. We have investors right. and decks and and metrics to Absolutely. meet and sort of literally talk about. I mean, because everything is in weight and THC and pure. I mean, this exactly. is the, what makes or breaks your why would with every, the Emerald Cup. Why would know? anybody ever not use Boboda? I mean, automatically it's going to pay for itself in the weight I mean, saving. It's, it's not know, expensive. Maybe it's just ignorance. It's and yeah, exactly. And I think you know, we when we talk about okay, sometimes we're asked, well, who are your competitors in this space, right? Our biggest competitor is apathy and lack of education. Right. And dryness. People don't understand. Yeah, and dryness. And well, that's you know, the enemy. Yeah, the arid climates uh -huh. like we yeah. have here in Nevada, right? Um, so I think apathy. Mm. People just don't understand what humidity control is. Oh, hey, Doug Kulig, everybody. Hi, There's Doug. a big guy Doug right the there. Come say hi, Doug, Doug the, the plug. plug. Oh, he's got two plugs on too, baby. <laughs> Dude, Adam. He's got little baby plugs. Oh he's my God, I love you. Wait, can we connect them? Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! This is a really intimate moment. I don't Should know. we look yeah, away? This, we just went from PG to R here. This is this is a, this is this is making me Dude, feel a little uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wait, let's, let's, let's talk about both of us. You guys keep you guys they're keep so talking lit. about that stuff. They show up so hard. They roll so deep. They're always available, That's and they're good. all educators. Because I come from the classroom, and you guys all feel so approachable. It's such a nice way. Like ancillary is such a beautiful way to just not have to be in the drama and in the darkness and in that you we it's kinda like I aspire too. We just get to be hardware. There's like this yeah. nice polish that we get to have without getting so in the muck. 
Yeah, but it's we're kind of the same, right? Because ultimately, we're about the quality mm. of the experience, right? Um, you know, if, if your device is not up to par, if it's burning your material, it's if you're insult. not able to get, it's an insult. It's if you're not having that full terpene yep. flush, mm. then you're missing out on a large percentage of what the plant has to offer therapeutically, experientially, um, all those things. So I think And it's, it's a sunken cost because you already, yes. to, to get the good genetics, to get a good grower, to put all the nutrients in, the water, the overhead, the way you cure it. You know, sometimes there's fresh frozen trucks and things like that. Bovida two-way, save the terps. Yep, it's save the it, terps. This is what we say too. By the time it gets to the hardware, like there, and marketing around the terps, like you literally, it's not just a waste or an insult in in general. You actually already just wasted all of that marketing and all that genetic work, and you paid to have good stuff, and then all of a sudden it's burning in something or it's drying up. Yep, it's I mean, insane. People don't understand that everything is a system. I don't know about you guys, but I have like this slight obsession with systems. And as a cannabis industry, it's something that we need to take a long, hard look at. Yep. How are we setting things up mm. so that people can have the best experiences with these products? Seed to sale, all the way through to, to like, get home people and open it up at their kitchen table. So much love, so much care, so much attention, so much thought and passion into producing this flour. And licensing fees and all and the money all those things. How do we make sure that at the end of the day, the consumer's having the best experience possible? But on the other hand, how do we also make sure that we're not barring people from participating in the cannabis economy? Mm, right. You know. We need to kill limited licensing, but that's just me. Li licensing caps. Yeah. I've been saying that since since Berlin, oh. since you went off about that. I've been, any conversation I've been happening is just like lawyer up and end all licensing yeah. caps. And since we're on the yeah. same page, and Boveda, we appreciate your time, but I gotta do do a little seg, a little uh, what are they call tangent Plug. here. Plug. Yep. Check Plug it, it out. Up. Check it out. So <laughs> we're no no. This is unshackled. So I'm talking to the head of the UFCW campaign strategies. You know, should, should they, the UFCW is good stuff. You know, they're trying to deal with payroll and workers' rights and uh, workplace safety, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And I said, why would the UFCW ever uh, advocate for or endorse a legalization measure that had limited licensing or licensing caps, whether it's at the initiative level or the legislative level? And she was like, okay, interesting. What are you talking about? I'm like, workers have dreams and hopes. But no one cares about that. No, but I do. <laughs> but which are as important as payroll, sick leave, and everything else. Absolutely. It, mm -hmm. These are nuances, very important. But I've been in this industry for 10 years. I understand the philosophical stuff that's going on. I've seen it from the widget side. I've seen it from the OG side. I've hung out with the normal guys. I've hung out with the Canadian public traded finance guys. I know them all. And if, you, if we don't stop as an industry accepting limited licensing. It's economic elitism. Yeah. I, that's what I believe it's it is. It's an economic it, it, abomination. It's just classism. It's literally yes. like everyone knows that the oh, more you bottleneck it, yeah. the more people right. that look like you and right. have institutional privilege and, will have access. And, they and don't so, trust people. So I spoke yesterday at MG BizCon. I think we were supposed to talk about labor relations and stuff. I was like, yeah, really? it's all good. There's always going to be those tensions. We don't need to talk about whether the union should be here or not. What we need, really need to talk to is getting the unions elevated enough to fight against licensing capital and licensing. So the workers who are smart enough to know that if they exist and that they learn uh, the industry. That's very smart, uh, actually. In, in a world that has a system that's set up uh, so they can never achieve, they can never break beyond the, the chains yeah. of, 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 of being an employee. 
this is something we need to educate about. And it's important to me, and I don't give a damn if nobody listens. It's just important to me. I've been in this industry for 10 years, and I'm tired of telling people that there's no hope. That's brilliant. There's no hope. There's no opportunity. Why? Because the government structures are set up that way. That's fine. Let the fuddy-duddies, let the prohibitionists, let those people who want limited licensing advocate for that. But I'm going to call out any member of this fucking industry who says that limited licensing is a good idea. You know, I don't care because they have an agenda. Well, if they but, say that, yeah. it's a band-aid to something else around not educating the, the, them or giving, you know, giving, you know, good terms and loans. Like, yeah. it might make sense only because it's a band-aid to a broken system. But they, it, in they, and of itself, by principle, does not make sense for free market that, capitalism. How much of that, too, Dimitri, you mentioned education, right? Like, I think it, it, we have to educate regulators right. from the top down because They don't know. Is, they don't it, even know what they don't it's know. It's fucking incredible yeah. what they don't know. Right. Or what, they, or what they think they know, which is even worse Ooh, than what the they don't know. The arrogance with the ignorance. That's you know the, the, I mean? the killer combo. Yeah. I, it's like yeah. nobody in this can I mean, it's like everybody missed Economics 101. We're Americans. Yeah. We're humans. Free enterprise, free will, choice is everything. Everything. We need government structure, systems set up to harness. And encourage to, diversity. What's that yeah. word? That spirit. Let it grow. Yeah. But you know isn't that the beauty of what we're doing in cannabis? Yes. Everybody here, everybody at this table, everybody behind the screen at this conference has an opportunity to be a leader. You, you, you people. Yes. Well, not You're him. a leader. We're, yeah, what we're creating is something person. completely new. This doesn't happen. She's not a leader. Often. This okay. is a totally new industry. I mean, I'm, yeah. we're a few years in now, right? That guy's not a leader. But it's a baby industry. You're right. <laughs> but he's a Wu-Tanger, and that sometimes is more yeah. important, brother. That, that's a full on. I haven't <laughs> It's worked like that ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, awesome. it, it, it is wild. So let's let's get back to moment yeah. again because this, this was supposed to be about Claire, but it's much more interesting. The world is much more interesting than Claire, but Claire is interesting in and of herself. So tell us about what's really. what's happening with Boba next. What's on the horizon? Because I know you guys have some product development stuff going on. Yeah, we have product development stuff going on, which is great, right? We're always looking for practical ways to help businesses scale, to help them be more efficient. Mm -hmm. We know, you know, the economics of cannabis right now are not working out for a lot of people. So the more efficiency that we can provide through, you know, our humble brown packets, through humidity control, um, reducing waste, um, you know, making consumers happier with their experience, helping people to build a brand that's based on consistency, reliability, um, and experience, those are good things. But I think when we look about things globally, there's so much going on um, centered around cannabis quality, mm -hmm. right? And people look at quality in different ways. Um, you know, for instance, what we're seeing in Europe right now, they're so safety focused. Oh my God. They're completely ignoring the fact that people are going to be receiving products, you know, perhaps with THC content that's not appropriate for their particular medical application mm. or their therapeutic need. Things are going to be dried out. They have a 10% loss on drying mandate for medical flour, yeah. which basically means that consumers are receiving this dust. And so which by is not doing good for that, your lungs. If you're carbonizing dry your, stuff, no, no, no. Exactly. It's not good for the health of patients. It's not good for their therapeutic experience. And they're not, yeah, they're, they're not going to want to... Yep. And they're shooting, them, it if they're it's shooting themselves in the foot. Right. Because consumers, whether it's medical or rec, they're going to continue to go to the illicit market, right, or these gray market providers. And so that's not helping them achieve their regulatory right. goals. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing to buy from your friend. Right, but you're not, just holding them accountable right? to does, does where you want to be and how this legislation yes. jive. Like yes. you're just holding up a mirror and being like, yes. this is illogical. Exactly. So I think what we need to focus on as an industry and as people who are paying attention to what's going on globally 
what do the systems look like? And what are the MVP types of, of items that we can agree on to ensure that consumers are having the best experience at the end of the day? And, you know, and it shouldn't be more than that. And this what is, is the minimum. This is my favorite thing about these podcasts is, you know, people getting to know you better. They know that you're a thoughtful leader in the cannabis space, that you're about quality control, and you also happen to work for Boveda. Right. And if you support Boveda, and well, Boveda is like synonymous with quality control, as we know that. But if you support Boveda, you continue to support individuals that are thinking, like Aspire, like Mita, groups that are thinking about how the industry works, who's involved, what's going to happen, where it's going. Doing These it questions. better. Yeah. yeah. And, and improving it. So it's an industry about people, about patients, about consumers, and then people will make money. Yep. And that's, people should always be allowed to make money. Yep. But the it's innovation. That's, what, that's the point. That's why you guys are making yep. new products. Yeah. You're not innovation, just relying on competition. that. Innovation, I heard that you guys are doing the jar where it's already on the lid, which is funny because I home make those with my Boveda. I put two-sided oh, tape nice. and stick them on the inside yes. of my – so Drew told so us, you, like, you, that's just so incredible. She was yep. doing the R&D for Boveda. I know. Like, it's, sure. it's so intuitive. If you ever need to do a little moonlighting, right? uh, Oh, like, you already know. Over. You already I, know what time over. it is. I have a Boveda sleeping bag. Oh my God! So yes. I weave the boba into the sleeping bag, so I'm good to go. That's why you're skin. That's why you look so youthful. Yes, yes. Right. You it just has that young. glow. I know he's hydrated. I love how you called them your humble brown packets. That was so. <laughs> that was so such a beautiful yeah. way to just I'm, not take up space. Uh, it, it's truly only just adding. Luna, I'm a, I'm a humble brown packet too. You yeah. are a humble brown <laughs> package, baby. <laughs> the opposite right. of humble, yes. but yes. All right, all right, yes. so. We, we got to let Claire go back so to her good. networking. Yes. Boveda. Thank you all for joining drop us. Drop by. Say hello to him. She'll say hello to them. Look up Drew. Look up Claire. Boveda is one of the great companies in the cannabis industry. And Claire Erickson, thank you for joining us. Love it. Yes. Luna Sour Thanks, with Ice Buyer signing off. Right. Appreciate your time. Much love.